Hey, what's up? It's April 7th. Welcome back to the Numb Bills Fan Podcast. I am David Palermo, alongside with Adam Deacon over here. Nice thumbs up. Thank you. And, um, yeah, we got some Buffalo Bills stuff today. Yay! What happened yesterday, Deacon? What started? Oh, we got some... uh... We got some organized team activity going on, some strength and conditioning. Uh, Non-mandatory, but most of the roster showed up, which is good. I mean, it's the only thing we have going on. It's been a few weeks since we've been on, actually probably about two. And the reason for this podcast is really... For times like this, where it's dead, to find something to listen to that's just dedicated to Bill's talk. So you'll spend hours listening to other stations or whatever, and unless it's a gem or if you show you're not getting it. but So that's what we have to look forward to this week is strength and conditioning. Um, something up, kind of like a, a visit, is uh, we got a Landry coming back to play for Rex, or looking to. Yeah, Dewan Landry, uh not to be confused with his brother, Leron, who is going to be suspended the first 10 games of this season. Crack kills. Uh, it was, oh, not it was PEDs. Oh, whatever. He's got he's got the whole world pissed off, too, because he was on Instagram flexing, flexing his biceps right after his, right after his punishment got handed down there. So everybody's mad at Leron. But we got Dewan com- coming down to One Bills Drive for a visit. Um, what do you think? What are his stats? What do you got? I mean, he's a uh, he's a decent safety for sure. I mean, I always remember him being like a hard hitter. Hard hitter. Yep. That's that's what I was gonna touch on. I mean, he's played with Rex before in New York. Um, had some success with the Ravens. You know, he was there two thousand six to two thousand ten. Played alongside Ed Reed at the safety position. Would be, would be a decent pickup for Buffalo. Um, some veteran leadership at the at the safety position, which, with the exception of Aaron Williams, who you know, isn't by any means like an old an old, worn out vet veteran. You know, he's still on the, he's still on the rise, but but aside from him, we're real young at that position. You know, Duke Williams. Uh, Bakari Rambo, you know we got some we got some real young talent in there, but I I, I can't ever say bad things about veteran depth. Well, here here's what's it weird helps. is uh, I should know my shit before I talk, but and I mean just just as an example, going back just a couple seasons here, we brought back uh, Jim Leonard there. Yeah, but Jim Leonard worked out, but and I mean he he was fine. He played. He was fine. I mean, Aaron Williams probably picked up things from, from him. You know, even Again, though he didn't you know, want to not, move. He's not a, he's not a top tier safety, but it it just goes to show what what a little bit he, of, he, he's, uh, he's, dude, what a little bit of experience can do. He's a tone for setter. a unit. Yeah, tone setter. Right, right. But what 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 makes us curious is I'm um, I'm not really sure. I should know what I'm talking about. Um, I was on over the cap overthecap.com the other day and I'm looking around texting my friend about you know the salary cap situation I believe there's seven million there's seven million dollars left I believe it, it could be I thought I heard five somewhere but 
I am too dumb to remember the number right now. Yes, I just, I can't even keep track. But, I mean, think about it. Like, what's this guy? Good thing we have rocks because we still have the draft. And as I said last time, I don't like people complaining about the money. So, obviously, if they're bringing them in, give Doug Wavy the credit. They know what the hell they're doing. You know, so, and at this point, he probably doesn't want to play as long. You know what I mean? Or He's really... It's probably his last stop. 32 years old. Yeah, he's 32. You know what I mean? You're going to play cheap. You just want to get on the field. You want to play with your, your favorite coach and Rex. You can't go wrong, you know? Yeah, and that's that's the thing that's great about the Bills right now is you keep hearing all these deals go down. You hear all these deals go down, and it's just players excited to work with the Pagulas and to play for Rex. And that's that's huge, you know. Yeah, the Pagula's the, the Pagula jet is going everywhere. Pick yeah, up, picking up, picking up even the fullbacks, Rome Felton. It it's changed the tone of the of the franchise. Right now, it feels like Buffalo is where these guys want to be. You know, not not the most desirable location in the league historically, but right now. We got a good thing going on, and I think the players recognize that. Well, I think with the likes of Jim Kelly being, but you know, bringing in Mario Williams years ago, that really, you know, that kind of set the tone like, yeah, you can come here. Big people can come here. And the whole deal is if you want to focus on football, not the other riffraff, unless you're somehow Marshawn Lynch and run somebody over, which is always cool. And uh, other than that, you know, Buffalo is – there's nothing else for you to do besides football. You know, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff, but it's not It's not going to be Miami. You're not going to be partying all the time. It ain't going to be L.A. But if you want to play football, this is the place to go. It, it, it's Buffalo, man. Look at Green Bay. They're always solid, you know. Yeah, the Bills are, the Bills are putting together – you know, Rex, Rex referred to it as a bully, but it's – it's all the guys who have something to prove right now. It's guys who are getting their second chance or their maybe their last chance. Incognito. Um, yeah, incognito. Prime example of you know, post poster child for, for what we're talking about right now. Getting that getting that chance back and wants he he has to prove that he can still play football. Yeah, think about think about all the guys they got that that they have acquired. You got you, you you have guys that have gotten traded that just feel like yeah, McCoy, okay my my team got they just gave up on me. McCoy, you know, says he's very excited to be somewhere where he uh, feels appreciated. You know, maybe a little maybe a little salty from from the the trade there. Is he salty from the trade there, or I think it's just you know if you read Pro Football Talk, McCoy this, McCoy that. At the same time. The media is going to ask some questions, so they have something yeah, to write. But you story. gotta, you gotta feel some type of way about that because it's not like he wasn't producing. Well, the weirdest thing is they they hate Demarco Murray, the Philly fans, right? They hate Demarco Murray. Lashawn McCoy is the greatest thing ever, and now that McCoy got traded, Philly fans are going, "Oh wait." Yeah, he's a bomb anyways. We got DeMarco Murray and Chip Kelly didn't want to spend ten million on a running back. Dude, he spent fourteen. 
between Ryan Matthews and DeMarco Murray. And it's like, I'm gladly, <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, people ask him, oh, are you looking for a bounce back year for LaShawn McCoy? Bounce back year from what? From what? The, the all-heralded and C.J. Spiller, great season. McCoy did better than that last year, and he does it regularly. 1,300 yards rusher, last year. Number three rusher in the league. You got uh, Just com- the comment section on web pages. They're just so funny. Just makes me want to run through a wall. And it, it's, it's crazy, you know, because, you know, we don't hate Steve Johnson once he left the Bills. You know what I mean? He, we don't hate Stevie. We love Stevie still. We still love Fitz. I'm a little bummed he's going to the Jets. I want to see Chan and Fitz succeed. You you still love Fitz. Dude, Fitz is great. I didn't I didn't even love Fitz when he was here. He but. stood in line for the iPhones when they came out, okay? Just like a regular human. Now, Pagula, so? now Pagula was the owner. <laughs> they would actually have an Apple plant right in Buffalo for Fitz at his house. Or at least take the Pagula copter and go get him. So Pagula copter. That's not my original joke. It's a WGR joke. Credit to you guys. Because I'm not that smart or funny. But, nah, man. Pagula, he's setting the tone. I am so excited. You know, picking up everybody in private jets. I mean, some of the guys that got interviewed this week um, online. You know, McCoy had a great interview. We already talked about that. His chip on his shoulder. That's on the Bills website. Um, Jerome Felton, the Bagulas took a private jet to go get Jerome Felton, a fullback. Did you check out the interview on WGR? It was pretty cool. Um, on the Howard Simon show, give them guys credit. I, the guy, you know, what's, what's cool about the guys that they have is they, they know the league in and out. You know, Fulton was mentioning how he, he would watch San Francisco and be like, damn, I wish... I wish that was me, especially at the tail end of that Minnesota year with everything on Adrian Peterson. And then when AP, all that stuff happened, they didn't even play Felton. So he's watching, you know, Jerome's there watching the 49ers like, wow, they're using a fullback 50% of the time. That's awesome. And did you hear what they did with the lockers? They put Felton and McCoy next to each other. So those two are going to be... They got to be little buds, you know what I mean? You would hope so. I mean, never mind. But, yeah, I, I think that would, that would be so cool, man, this power run offense, you know, running behind the fullback. So many guys have had great careers. I mean, Emmett Smith is crying, thanking the moose for blocking for him at his Hall of Fame speech, you know? And it, yeah. And if you remember those Dallas Cowboys, whether it was a Coke or not, they had huge holes in that offensive line. Man, F them, was, F them Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they suck. I mean, don't get me started on the Cowboys. I think Romo gets shit on too much. But back back on track here. You know, they they even pick, had Percy Harvin. They flew him back. Yeah, Percy Harvin. I mean, again, another guy who needs to prove what he's gonna what he's gonna be. You know, this is his fourth team in six years. He's been technically on four four teams in four years. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, he's you been. Know what I mean? This is gonna be his sixth season in the league, though. You know, but yeah, four teams in four years. Um, I, I, you know, the the guy's a raw raw talent. As I said before, I really, really, really like the Vikings too. I don't follow them as tight as I used to, but I'll tell you what, Percy Harvin. 
he was a guy where I didn't realize how many yards he had. It was like, oh, there's Percy Harvin, but Sidney Rice is catching everything at the time with Favre. But really, you have to take into account everything he does. I was, we, we all know if he, he's a gadget player. That's what he's been pegged. But he's really excited to be given a chance with the Jets and now the Bills to be put on the outside. And he really loves Rex. He really loves his offensive wide receiver offensive. The His wide receiver coach, them two just hit it off. And he's like, you know, Percy said verbatim, he doesn't leave a stone unturned. And that's really, really cool for, you know, the biggest knock on Percy Harvin, he's a competitor. And guys who want to win, Michael Jordan example, that's my hero right there. But you hear some shit about him and you're like, wow, you're, you have some scumbag tendencies. And I understand that this guy's heat in the locker room, you know, I, I get that side. I get that nut side. Yeah. I mean, what else do we got? What else do we got this week? Well, I don't know, man. I just keep thinking about everything from uh, really, really the future, you know. And this week, we're actually finally getting to piece together everything through the week, you know. Like, everything we speculated on the last few months since the season ended. Now we get to have interviews with the players, finally meeting the coaches. And one of the most interesting ones this week was Richie Incognito. Very long video. And on the buffalobills.com website. And I, I believe in second and third and fourth chances. You know, I truly feel, honestly, the guy is a hard-nosed ball buster. In the 70s, he would have probably fit right in. You know what I mean? Thick skin, even through the 80s, thick skin, put up or shut up, get out of my face unless you're going to do something. Let's go. And, yeah, he got a bad rap and all that with the racial terms. I ain't, I'm not down with that at all. And at the same time, he had a sexual harassment suit with the golf club at a golf tournament, which, you know, to some people, it, it, it's funny. At the same time, I don't know the bad, you know, it, it's it, it's really scummy when you just read, oh, sexually harassed. But what was the context? Was she flirting back and forth or was he really being a scumbag? Which I'm sure could be both. Or it could be he's just being a scumbag. Either way, he's here. This guy has a chip on his shoulder. He knows it's his last stop. Yeah, I, you know. He uh he has he has the opportunity to come in and be a starter. I mean it's pretty much uh it's pretty much a given that he's gonna be starting at the guard position but he has to there's he has to he prove has to earn it. he has to prove that he's he's learned his lesson. Well, he had to sit down with Kim and, and Terry Pagula. Yeah. They, and they talk with him. Right. And I mean I've touched on this. I've touched on this before, you know, just just talking about it. How much of that is Richie Incognito being a bad guy and how much of that was Jonathan Martin just being a bitch, you know? Um, I don't know, man. It, it depends because, again, it's that hard-nosed football player thing. They were supposedly all really good friends, but somebody... right, that, and that's what I'm saying. And then, you know, they're trying. 
they're trying to push the younger guy a little bit harder, you know, and that I don't I don't feel like that's that uncommon. And, and, and you know what sucks too is like if you go through my text message thread with my friends, holy shit! And anybody listening thinking that you don't have any of that dirt, don't even kid yourself. I don't even want to know what's in your text message threads. With your friends. And yeah, oh you my call God, them yeah. racial and, terms, but... And I'm saying, if and you... I, and I'm not condoning racial terms. That's, that, that's shitty, but... If, if if you heard some of the things that got said in, in, in my place of employment, though, you'd be like, oh, wow, you know, these people are... These people are out of their mind. I mean, I, who doesn't... Who doesn't have that behind closed doors, you know? That ball-busting mentality, that... that comp- especially when, when you're playing a competitive sport you know let's face it you're out there you're yeah you're, you're calling, pumped calling, up. Them, calling them hard hours and stuff like that that you know whether you're busting balls or not that's like even you know growing up i i, I was raised with some kind of respect believe it or not i, I couldn't I, that that word was never in my vocabulary as a kid now you go over a town over more towards the country a little bit you know we're in rochester new york you know, you go to some, you meet up with other kids and they're dropping hard hours left and right. And I'm thinking, wow, in my school, I would have got my head bashed in. And, and that's the thing with Richie is right. either way, that's the big thing. That and sexual harassment, that's that's low. But I would be lying to myself if my girlfriend isn't in front of me and I take a, anything I could find, the broom, the golf club, go on Instagram. I hunt my girl, put on video with the broom. I don't give a shit. That's me. I'm being funny. And that's what it could have been, too. You know, he could have been just busting her chops. She could have been flirty. I want to hear the other side. Because if it was really that bad, that guy would not be in the league. He had to sit down with Kim and Terry Pagula. And one thing that all the players say about them is that they are so down to earth. They're down to earth. Why? Because they came up. Terry Pagula was not rich. That dude went to college. Look him up. Interesting story. He's a fracker. Do I like fracking? I don't know yet. I don't think so. I'm like, whatever. But, yeah, man, incognito. I don't care about the environment. I only care about sports. And donuts. You're getting off topic. You're so mean. I don't don't care. I don't. I I appreciate the compliment, Dave. But I don't don't care. Frack, Frack the whole state up. Just keep bringing these. Keep bringing these players in. Yeah, in other news, um, E.J. Manuel had a little interview on the Bills website, and uh, he cracked a nice smile when he was pretty much baited into, uh, are you happy that Doug Marone is not your coach? Yeah, yeah, they asked him if it was if it was the best thing that could have happened to his career. And uh, he took the high road and gave, gave the pro answer, but... <laughs> that smile, ear that to smile ear was that smile said said everything. Um, and he said, "You know, God just works in mysterious ways." And, and <laughs> offensive line coach Marone. Oh wait, hold on. What is that? Oh, that's that's the Doug Marone rip on Doug Marone cue. Did you hear the bell? I didn't hear the bell. Bad but joke, but it's it's here. uh too late. It's never a bad time. Moron Marone, I can't believe him. He's punting from his own 20. Well, Doug, we can hit a field goal. No, points are not for us. Okay. But, yeah, he smiled ear to ear. He seems so psyched just to have a new lease on life. 
him, him and Matt Castle both had good interviews. Matt Castle is, he just seems like a pro. Just totally just pro, pro, pro. And EJ Manuel is cool because, you know, he's a young, young dude. It feels like he's not older than me, so I feel like I can relate. At least Castle isn't older than me. Or is older than me. And, and it's like Manuel's not older than me, and he's I'm closer to him, I feel like, mindset-wise, than Castle, who's all pro. EJ Manuel seems like a good kid that just, you know, just diligently works. He's been working his tail off in the offseason. I feel like we could all relate to him. You know, he's showing off his kicks in the beginning of the video. Like, that's rad. Like, he's got a pretty cool Instagram, too. You get to see how these guys live. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Robert Woods, I think it was on NFL AM that, uh, you know, he had he had some positive things to say about EJ, saying that he uh, definitely stepped up from a leader a leadership standpoint working behind Kyle Orton last season. And I, I can't wait to see how this how the position plays out. Yeah, even CJ Speller brought that up about saying, you know, hey, dude, tell these guys where you need them to be. Don't worry about hurting people's feelings. And, and watching Kyle Orton, the guy who practically sacked, not practically, Kyle Orton tried to sack himself. More than one time. And one time he, he couldn't sack himself. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm still upright? <laughs> a couple. <laughs> okay, t- to be fair, to be fair, I'm going to I'm gonna touch on my feelings on Kyle Orton for a second. Do we have to? Yeah, just. Now, the poor man could not get out of his own way to save his life. But on the plus side, he knew that. He knew that he couldn't get out of his own way to save his life, um, and he did. I, I think he did a good job covering the ball up and not not forcing the bad throw down the field. He had that, you know. I I think that's I think that's where being being a veteran player comes in. He knows better than to try to force that ball down the field because it's gonna get picked off. He knows better than to try to run with it because he's gonna get stripped. He knew. He knew his role. He played his position. Hey, I would be lying if I said don't keep Kyle Warren in. You know what I mean? I would be lying if I said that. In fact, when they signed him, I'm like, damn it. Like, what took you guys so long? And then when, you know, when he won, I was telling all my friends, I was like, yeah, I told you they need to get Kyle Warren. I told you they need to get Kyle. Yeah, look, we beat Detroit. EJ wouldn't have been able to do that. But then in reality, it was just a weird coinky dink that J.J. Watt just had the best defensive freaking game ever, probably, in the history of the NFL. That was against Manuel. Yeah, I know, with Manuel. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we're stuck with sack myself Orton. <laughs> and to be fair, Detroit beat themselves. Yeah, really. Alex Henry, where are you working at, bud? I know you're not kicking footballs. Dude, uh... Jeez, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't do it. I can't handle Orton talk because if I knew that guy was just going to retire, oh, I'm going to retire, you know, I would have been like, play EJ. Like, I'm so over this right now. Just play EJ. You if you know? recall, that's exactly the song I was singing. I was yeah. like, man, why'd they bench that guy? He was two and two. Yeah, yeah. I'm psyched for EJ Manuel, though. I can't wait for him just to... You know, it seems like Rex has these guys on a clean slate. Everybody's in there. And the main main point, I think, for this podcast, and I'm feeling, I don't know if you agree, Deacon, but 
I'm really psyched that you got guys. Let's go down the list again. That just have a chip on their shoulder. You got Felton. He opted out of his extension because he wanted to play more. He's watching the 49ers. Damn, that would be nice. Greg Roman knows all about it. Next thing you know, you got Incognito on his, what, 20th chance? He actually sat out for a year. When you're actually sitting out for a year, you're humbled. Now, I haven't been kicked out of a band yet, but I'm pretty sure no one likes to work with me. So, it's kind of like being kicked out. So, it's like I haven't been kicked out of the league for a year yet. You know what I mean? And, And once I'm kicked out of the league for a year or people don't want to work with me for a year doing whatever, you, you have no choice but to reevaluate your life. So I'm stoked on that guy. McCoy, you're the man. You just got traded. I mean, now you got a chip on your shoulder like, oh, you, I wasn't good enough. Like, this is what you're losing out on. People want to call this kid old because he's been a year in, or in the league since he was 20. You know, he's six seasons deep. And, you know, and then you got Percy Harvin. That guy runs like a running back. That guy is very athletic. The jet sweep. Oh. Except when the Bills played him first game, he wasn't a factor last year. But that's a testament to our defense. And you know what? That's why these guys are here. They are psyched on the defense. (laughs) Can we just real quick talk about that game against the Jets? Um, Where they put Percy Harvin back. And tried to hide TJ Graham in the end zone. Do you remember that? Yeah, and it's like, oh, guess what, guys? What's that, Percy? <laughs> I was thinking our, our jerseys are the same color as the end zones. Yeah, what are you thinking? Well, let's just, <laughs> why doesn't one of us just go prone and we'll just lay here and then I'll, like, pitch you the ball? <laughs> Did that coach get, like, I am, this is why they kept Danny Crossman. Because the Bills are like, yo, your special teams coach? No, keep him over there. If you even think about <laughs> firing him, don't even try that end zone jersey trick on us, okay? <laughs> Nobody's biting. So Danny Crossman. Oh. Hey, special teams were good. They were. I think we're done here. That's been uh, adventurous, shitty, bad. But, hey, we'll be back in a week. Check it out. We weren't here for, what, two weeks about? Almost. Almost, and I swore up and down. The reason we do this shit is because we want to have something for you guys to listen to when there's nothing to listen to about the Bills. Because, believe me, for years I have sorted through bullshit on the Internet, trying to find every information I can. And, luckily, thank you. To the John Murphy Show. Get it on your Bills app. Just find it on iTunes. Type in John Murphy Show. I believe you have like Dogcatcher or something on Android. I don't know if it's on Stitcher. Uh, I haven't been on Android in a few years. I stepped in the iOS locked in world and whatever. It's a whole nother podcast. But check us out. And by the way, tell your friends. You can type in Buffalo Bills on the iTunes podcast app. And we are the next ones up, right next to John Murphy. You'll see my fat, ugly face eating a hot dog from, actually a chili cheese dog from the Great Nathans down at Coney Island. Coney Island! And, um, yeah, so just look for my fat head or tell your friends, look for the retard 
If that's PC, sorry, it's not. Yeah, that's that's not nice to say. I, okay. Look for the guy who is really ugly with the hot dog in his mouth. And tell your friends. Also, numbillsfan.podbean.com. Tell your friends. Thank you. And check us out on Twitter. Same everything. Anything else, bud? I got nothing else. All right. Go to sleep, dude. Good night, y'all.